Good morning, Metroplex. Shout out to the 6 a.m. club. Going to try to get you to your weekend as quickly as possible. Here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby, this is your home of America's team. Tony Pollard returned to practice in full capacity yesterday. He, of course, missed practice all last week. And the Titans game with a thigh injury. Leighton Vanderesh practiced for the first time since December 16th. Uh, 16th, he was limited yesterday. He's missed the last two games. Biotish and Kelvin Joseph did not practice. Mm. RJ, I want you to guess the reason that Kelvin Joseph missed yesterday. Oh, man. Spotify wasn't going to upload his latest album. <laughs> <laughs> not too far off. Title went down. Has to do with above the neck. Had above the oh, neck issue. Earache. No, kind of close. Sinus infection. Close. Tooth- toothache. Tooth. All right. Missed for tooth. Is it a dead tooth? Is that what it is, Bobby? I don't know. It, it's I'll tell. You, it's always something. It is like he the he's reached David Irving levels at this point. That's what he is. I, I said that the very the night he was drafted, I was saw uh, the nosebleeds had me on. Well, and that was the comparison I made then was David Irving. I'm like, it's hit there now. So in talking to him, like if he came in here for an hour and he left, we would be saying what to each other in the commercial break. That's a different kind of cat. Because David Irving, very likable. Yeah, when, yeah. When it, he was when he was right when he was when yeah. he was all good. Yes, there there were other times where you talked to David and you'd be like, what. Like what? What just happened there? Uh, Kelvin is just Kelvin loves him some Kelvin, uh, and he and, feels like a victim here. Yes, he definitely these first two years feels like, dear God, why me? Why? Yeah, like, like that's and and this is there's always some weird practice reason that he's out a toothache or or whatever else you remember he he got the illness was better for two days and then got another illness that was on the the injury report we've i don't know it's just one of those that like i said it's it's hit this level of flakiness that mirrors what we used to run into with david irving remember this was the type of thing we'd see that if there's one other player in recent cowboys history that you'd be like they missed practice for a toothache after they've basically been benched you'd say like oh that Seems like a David Irving type of thing, but this is the way he is. He's he's been flaky. He's he's struggled with maturity issues. He's struggled with being a good football player. Jerry told us a couple weeks ago the only reason why he was there available for them they knew was the off the field stuff. But the talent was so immense. Well, now you've traded off the field issues for a guy who's a bad football player too. If you could just get fifty percent of what you fifty percent of what you expected out of a second round pick. We would feel so much better about this corner situation heading into the playoffs. Oh, gosh, but yes. Nashawn Wright instead is thrown onto the field, and that's going to be a nightmare for them. A oh, nightmare. Yeah. Oh my, my gosh! It, this it, you know, there's injuries on the defense, but this defense has not played well the last few weeks. Um, you know, they can they can easily get picked on uh, with the passing game, and that's the worst one. I I, I, would, I would much rather be a team that can't stop the run than the team that can't stop the pass. And this team can't stop the pass. Can't stop the run. Tank was limited with a foot. Micah, who played with that club on his hand in that win over the Titans, uh, it's a hand laceration, heavily wrapped, doesn't expect it to limit him at the Commanders. He said, no club. We're going to be full go. Declined to specify how the cut occurred. Mm, it's like CD. 
You remember CD wouldn't tell us how he cut his foot earlier this year. And we'd be like, what? Just being young and dumb. The older I get, the more I understand how these Fre- freak injuries happen. Yeah, these stupid things happen. Sarah sliced her hand the other day on a fork. <laughs> what? We were at, uh, I can't remember. We were at a, I think we were at a restaurant. We were at brunch, I think. I would hope so if you are out in public and it was a fork. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, right? we're, we're like, at Are a you rest- sharpening your forks or something, yeah. too? How does this happen? So, like... <laughs> Yeah, we were at, we were at brunch, and all of a sudden, like her fork is about to drop off of her plate, like onto the floor, and she goes to catch it. Oh! And when she catches it, like I guess it, the 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 base of the fork hits her stomach or her boob or leg, and then the, her hand just sliced along the side of the fork. She's got like an inch long gash on the side of her hand from her fork. I've never heard of that. That has to be the sharpest fork in the history of the world. I've de- I I feel never like seen this. Yeah, I feel like I'd have to like aggressively jam a fork in to create a wound. Yeah, it's a and it's a slice. It's crazy. But you walk around in your hair, house barefoot and you kick a corner of the wall all the time. Or, you know, you just stub the toe and yep. you look down and you're like, when I look down, Am I going to get away with one here, or is it going to be gushing blood yeah. with a huge cut? I'm praying the nail's still there. I'm oh praying the nail God. is still there. Oh, God. You have the little nails that start to come up yep. a little bit out of your floorboard? Yeah, because you, no, no, yeah, you, uh, you need the pinky toe. The pinky nail is, is the one that's always, I'm scared, is always going to come off. Deion Sanders would probably disagree. That's uh, so that's an update. Bobby, anything else we need to know? Yesterday, we'll get to... Uh, how the Cowboys are dealing with DeMar Hamlin's situation in a second. No, outside of the DeMar Hamlin stuff, no, just like you mentioned there, the return of Van Der Esch is big. He won't play this weekend. But the fact that he's back and he's practicing and he's he's getting on track is is good news, I think. All right, get your scouting reports out. Babe Laufenberg gave a great one last week for Malik Willis, but at the last second, that changed mm. because we had Joshua Dobbs, who's going to start against Jacksonville in the do-or-die AFC South game. Same thing is happening this week. Jeremy Fowler yesterday was wrong from ESPN when he said that Taylor Heineke was going to take back over for Carson Wentz. Instead, I think they're doing the smart thing. They're playing the rookie, Sam Howe. So we'll get the scouting report from Laufenberg at 840 this morning on Sam Howe, who was picked in the fifth round of the draft, overall number 144. Bobby, what do you know? What do you remember? Uh, his comp, and it was all, I always thought it was a really good one. His comp was Baker Mayfield. That is, it's a very similar game to Baker. And so, uh, Broadus loved him coming out. Broadus all yesterday was going, this is, this is better than Heineke or Wentz. He was, he was talking it up yesterday, but to me, it's, he didn't have a great final year at North Carolina and it's been a while since he's played football and it's, it's going to be. Your, your first introduction back to the football field after a year is going to be a Dallas defense that's mm-hmm. got something to play for. Like, I think Sam Howell could throw six interceptions on Sunday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was, before his last year at Carolina, he was slated to be, like, the number one pick in the draft. Oh, that's right. Him and Rattler were considered, like, one and two. Yeah. like So, like, they people have liked this player. Um, he has some, 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 uh, some talent. But he's little. Yeah. Yeah, six six foot, and he was going to be the number one pick. Baker. Baker, Kyler, uh, Bryce Young. You know, we're, we're, we're seeing that, right? The, uh, the size yeah. doesn't matter, and, ladies. Well, look at, he, he looks kind of. Stock down towards all those guys. He looks kind of Baker-like, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, does. he does. Man, Sam had some fun at Carolina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is, he oh, known, yeah. is he known for that? Having oh, some yeah. fun? Oh, we'll, yeah. We'll, you know, you know, this, not like Baker was. Not like Baker, and not like Sam Hartman at uh, Wake Forest. 
Sam Zaddy, as I call him. Is that the jawline you love? Oh, yeah. Sam Hartman. <laughs> I remember a little Sam Howell hype in the preseason. He had a game where he like yeah. ran for a couple touchdowns, and they're like, uh-oh, here we go. So Carson Wentz heads back to the bench. He's the number three quarterback, and his time in D.C. is over. Sam Howell is going to become what number quarterback to start for Washington since they last won the Super Bowl? Or, or I'll, oh so I'll give gosh. you that. I'll give you that trivia question. He's the blank quarterback to start since the Super Bowl '91, or the blank quarterback in Ron Rivera's three seasons. Uh, since '91, he is number it's thirty years. He's number thirty-six. Oh, I was gonna say higher than that. Would that Mark Brunell for like four years in a row? Great guess, Bobby. Thirty-three. He's yeah. the 33rd quarterback, and in Ron Rivera's three seasons, he's the what, Choppy? Eighth. On the dot. Yes! Boom. Eighth different starter in Ron Rivera's three years. I, w- I would have definitely been way off on the th- on the since since Mark Rippon. I would have said somewhere in the 50s or 60s. All right, now let's name all 30. 30- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, Wentz is actually going to be in- inactive. He, he, so he's not, he's not even gonna be active. You know Taylor Heineke. He it's him and Alex Smith over the last twenty years are the only Washington quarterbacks with a winning record. What man? Yep. Wow. I, I love what Heineke did though by going to the coaches and saying, "No, start this kid." Yeah, it's great. Heineke Heineke's a guy who a lot of people are. That's why I think even though you look at Carson Wentz and him, even though they've had similar seasons on the field. I think people just view a there. There's a difference in terms of the intangibles and the the leadership with Heineke. Yeah, they would love to take Heineke's head and put it on Wentz's body. Oh yeah. I don't know. Did Heineke suggest it, or he was okay? Like he understood well. Fowler's he, 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 he didn't yeah. go and say I don't what it, what if Fowler. So he, Fowler said uh, he followed up his initial tweet, which was done at uh, eight o'clock in the morning. And at one thirty, he goes. The expectation about which quarterback would start for Washington shifted from Taylor to Sam this morning. Per sources, Heineke had received indications he was in line to start, believed Hal was deserving of a full game, and relayed that to coaches. Okay. So, that's, there you go. That can get you signed up with another team. Oh, that's Walter Payton Man of the Year stuff right there. That's <laughs> Walter Payton Man of the it's like Year. A, that's the kind of thing that'll get the Houston Texans to try to hire you when they uh, get rid of Lovey Smith. Right. You know, they're Absolutely. Josh McCown-like. Yes. That's right. Okay, let's go around the rest. Oh. Actually, let's let's just play this. Chris Russo, the Mad Dog. Choppy, I'm assuming, did you send this one? I did not send this one. No, I did. You did? Yeah. Chris Russo on why you shouldn't trust the Cowboys in the playoffs. I don't want to pin it with the Cowboys onto one player, so my answer to that question is no. Dallas has karma issues. McCarthy, Prescott, the defense. Karma. Always something with Dallas happens mm-hmm. in the big Black game. Black hat. Black hat. They have that. They got well, it. What's they, their bad karma, though? Well, I mean, Des Bryant has the catch in Green Bay. Yeah, they call so, it a not catch. They okay. lose the game. Last year, they screw up the game against San Francisco yeah. because they don't know the rule. Last play of the game. That's a game they should have won. No. Game earlier against Green Bay at home. Rodgers makes an incredible throw. He's going left. He throws the ball right. Dudley catches the ball. Uh, the tight end catch, I think it was maybe it was Cook. Uh, tight catches the ball right near the sideline, goes out of bounds, and, and Green Bay kicks the field goal. There is always something that happens to Dallas. Look at this year. The Jacksonville game, he throws the terrible interception. There's always something goes on with the Cowboys. So I don't want to pin it all on Prescott. He's part of it. But with Dallas, McCarthy, 
Jerry Jones. There's a reason why they've won one playoff game in, since Jimmy Johnson. I never trust him. Okay. Do we believe? Does every fan base say that? Oh, figures. I got the Giants fans on my watch. We'll lose this. We'll find, figure out a way to lose it. Does that every fan base say this, or oh, do yeah. you think, I think it applies much more to the Cowboys? And what fan base is opposite, where they're like, right? You go to you go to the casino with that friend, and you're like, I know that they're gonna hit. I know that their slot machine is gonna is gonna pull, and mine is not. Like New England, New England Brady, wherever Brady is. All the uh-huh. Patriot fans always watch. It, it'll luck out for us. Yeah. I wonder what fan bases feel opposite of that. Like it will always work out for us. It was it. That was it. Was always it was always the Patriots and Brady. You know, like while while uh, while Manning's getting Rivers on the road, uh, or 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 Pittsburgh, Tom's getting Jacksonville and Tennessee at home. It's like okay, earn the high seed, earn the higher seed. No, actually, Indy probably had the higher seed. Indy did right. Indy had the higher seed. <laughs> they were getting the worst matchups because these hot wild card teams pull upsets. You know, it's just. Yeah, it was always them. It was always the Pats. I uh, They deserve to lose the 49er game. Everyone is just going to remember the end. San Francisco deserved to win that game. That was a desperation drive to begin with. The Dez catch was fluky. The Aaron Rodgers play. The Romo and the, snap was fluky. And Yeah, that was the, fluky. Maybe we do have more. I don't, though, believe in curse carryover year to year unless you believe that in – a big fourth quarter moment, Dak Prescott is going to freeze and remember what happened last year, or Mike McCarthy is going to freeze. I do believe, like, Nick Anderson, right? When Nick Anderson had that moment at the free throw line for Orlando, mm-hmm. I do believe, like, the next time he goes to the line, he's probably screwed. Like, his confidence sure. is probably shot. I just wonder how much it carries over. Like, yesterday, Michael Irvin called uh, – no, it wasn't Michael Irvin. Someone else was talking about TCU just being – a team of destiny. They are a team of destiny, TCU. But to, to that point, to, you know, when you mentioned TCU, uh, the, it's the same philosophy that I hate when people talk about TCU wide receivers will never make it in the NFL. Penn State running backs will never make it in the NFL. Like, there's these, yeah. like, lines that have been, like, thrown out there. Where Ohio State quarterbacks. Yeah, it's just something like that all the time where it's like, no, I think you're just looking at, like, flukiness. You can't go, well, he played at Ohio State. Uh, so he's not – because Joe Burrow also played at Ohio State, and then he transferred, and, you know, that's not why yeah. he's good. And so I think that that's just over the course of 27 years when you're as prominent a team as Dallas is, everybody's going to remember all of Dallas's collapses more than, sure. you know, the times that – indie collapsed or whatever else right i i think though one thing is if, if we all had to bet on one team the one team that was going to have something weird happen to them that caused them to lose a playoff game this year <laughs> it wouldn't be far down the list before we got to the cowboys like I, too many weird things have happened over the last 30 years to like just completely ignore it yeah if the lions got in it'd be the lions that's it'd be the, would, the that, lions they would, would find be above a way Dallas. the lions would find a way to blow the game and that's bad call, bad play, whatever. That's the difference, I guess, Sean, when you ask that question, is that it's not just what is like, like their own fan base thinking uh, something bad's going to happen to us. It's every other fan base. Chris Russo, these people think something's going to happen to Dallas. It's not just the fans here who think it. Other teams' fans think something will happen to Dallas. They'll choke it away, and it'll uh, you know it'll be disastrous. The latest update on uh, Demar Hamlin in Buffalo and how Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys are reacting to the NFL, maybe pushing things back and delaying the upcoming weekend schedule. How the Cowboys are dealing with it, and a Hamlin update next on the fan. 
Adam Sandler ticket giveaway coming up in the 7 o'clock hour with the Expressway here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Bill Safety, DeMar Hamlin remains hospitalized, critical condition, but showed signs of improvement as of late. The bill said he's expected to remain under intensive care as his health care team continues to monitor and treat. But Jordan Rooney, who is a business partner of his, uh, told ESPN uh, he was still sedated. But the doctor saw promising readings overnight that they had hoped to see by yesterday morning. And they got that. The oxygen levels have improved. So sounds like arrow pointing up. And that's good. That's fantastic. I think the toy drive is now over $6 million. Despite people who are destined to go to hell creating fake GoFundMe accounts. TMZ reported that like GoFundMe is having to go ahead and take down these fake accounts that are trying to steal donations yeah. to this cause. It's it's man, it's, it is disgusting. Uh, and then you know, I just look at the fact that you know we are doing doing it the right way, and uh, they're probably making way more money than we are. So who's the real clown? What do you mean? You know these 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 dorks who are sitting there putting up these fake accounts and bilking people out of money. Are you arguing to open a fake GoFundMe in <laughs> no, Mar Hamlin's like, name? Just, <laughs> really weird reaction right there. I know it just bothers me. It's like you know like we're, you know everybody else in the world is doing the right way, and these thieves are, are getting away with murder. Well, maybe well, maybe, maybe they're not getting. Maybe away they with won't it. get away with it. Ho- ho- hopefully not. What happened with Darren Ravel? So he posted a tweet. Do people, a- by the way? Bobby, what do you think? Do people know Darren Ravel when we say his name? Or do we have to explain who he is? Uh, I think a, a large portion of our audience would, and I think a large portion of our audience would hate him. Oh, it, he's definitely hated. He's one of, I don't I don't know that anybody's got... It, it's Skip Bayless-type levels of approval rating for Ooh. Darren Ravel. He's like uh, ESPN's former like numbers guy, business, the Biz, business yeah. of sports. He's a business sports guy. Yeah, he had the famous 40 that... He had the greatest 40-yard dash run of all time. Showing off the athletic ability. Or him trying to play basketball. There you go. It looked fake. <laughs> it really looked fake. So, you know, he posted a tweet uh, that said, waking up to see the incredible news that more than $3.2 million had been donated to DeMar Hamlin's, DeMar Hamlin's GoFundMe page that supports his mother's daycare center. This is the Google Earth photo of the address of the center that corresponds to the GoFundMe. And he just posted the photo. Now, it's a very small place, okay? There's not a lot in it. It looks kind of like it's been not abandoned, but like just not, not a, needs to need some TLC, uh, which you would expect for a place that has like $2,000 worth of funds. Yeah. All right? And he posted that photo, and everyone started dragging him. Let's try to be a little charitable here. You know, like, look how much this is going to mean. Uh, you know, or like, sounds like you're negative. You're a complete hater. Mm-hmm. Whatever he does with the money, it's his business, not yours. Or what's your point? Why would you post this photo? Uh, yada, yada, yada. And I thought this was a completely out of line reaction to Darren Ravel's tweet. He was clearly just showing, like, look how amazing it is that that, that this center has $3.2 million to it now. Or now it's $6 million. I thought it was like, I, I did not understand who any would, Who of the would hate. think of, though, I guess you got to have that as your your job title. Who would think, like, I'm going to go Google image this place and, and look it up and post it? It's kind of weird. I agree. I mean, I don't understand, like, all the hatred and backlash, but he's Darren Ravel, so 
that's what happened there. Yeah, and I think uh, in general, there's, you know, it's it's like when people get upset, and I know it's a completely different, one, but it's like when people get upset about the like, look for you know the cost of a cup of coffee a day, and it feels like exploitive or whatever else. I think that that's what people are concerned yeah. about. It's so, just- Troy Vincent did not rule out the postponement of the Patriots Bills game, but the league is saying that it's still on. Mm-hmm. All right. And then you got Cincy Baltimore tying into this. Joe Burrow has said that there are some side discussions about that game. So where do you think we stand, Choppy, in terms of this weekend's schedule and the makeup? Bro, I have I have no idea. Honestly, like the, I they could do they could do seven different scenarios of what they're gonna wind up doing. I, I do think they they've got to find a way to play the game. Somewhere. Somewhere someday. I do think they have to find a way to make sure that every team plays 17. I don't know how they're going to do it. Well, you got to come up with a solution to do it. What's the, what's the best solution I, I, I so you don't put someone on, you know, right. short rest? And I think the easiest thing to do would be to have either you play this week as is and then take next week off and have the Bills and, and Bengals play. Um which may be a disadvantage to them. To it's the, a huge disadvantage. They'd be the only team operating on short rest into the playoffs. Everybody else would have gotten a week off. Um. Well, no, they they. There's not a week off. No, but if you have the if you have everybody play right now in week 18, and then oh, you move yeah, things yeah, yeah. back and just have the Bengals and Bills play where the playoffs would have been, then right. all the other playoff teams get a week off except those two. The most fair thing to do is just play the Bills Bengals on Sunday, standalone. Sunday night, and then take the rest of the league off, then resume. Back in the old days, 1958, 1960-something, they used to have a week off between the regular season and the championship game. There was Mm -hmm. no playoffs, really. And they would use that week off in case they needed a tiebreaker because they didn't have tiebreaker scenarios. So if two teams finished tied, they would play that playoff game. The Packers had to be in one. Uh, The Browns and Giants were in one in, like, 58 uh, that was the year where the, the Unitas play. Um, so, like, they've used that before. They could use it again. You've got to decide what's more important to you, the integrity of your regular season or the hype around the Super Bowl and having that extra week. Yeah, I I think at this point they just have to say it's an unprecedented, unfortunate situation and we're just these two teams ended out playing 16 games while everybody else played 17. I think that's what they ultimately have to do. They've, especially because if they were going to make a decision, they had to make a decision a lot sooner than they have to this point. I think they had to make a call on what their plans were a day or two after. Now that they haven't, I think you just have to strike the game. And I think the games are going to be played this weekend. You know, I was trying to be careful about this yesterday and, and dancing around it. What's obviously a very sensitive topic. I think they have to judge playing the games based upon his health updates and yesterday was a slightly positive one so i think that's you know a little bit of a of 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 a green light green yellow in between there to go ahead and play this weekend uh so i i think that's what they're gonna end up doing they're gonna play the games otherwise when when's the latest we can get the announcement they, they said they would announce it by Friday. That's what I'm saying. I think they're too, like, even if they feel like they could have announced something by today, like, I think they're too late. I think they need to announce something Tuesday or Wednesday if they were going to yeah. change things up. So I think now they play the games this weekend as scheduled, and then they see how it is. They see how it falls. And if they have to play the other game, 
then they can make it up. And what about Cincy Baltimore? Well, I mean, that game. With Lamar Jackson missing his 13th straight practice. Yeah, that game itself has huge implications because that's for a division. Uh, there, there's division implications that go into with that, which also play into the Bills-Bengals game. You know, because like, that's an extra game that the Bengals would have to win. Uh, so there's a, there's implications with And Ravens. Patriots, I think, is winning in. I think if New England wins, they're in. I heard that yesterday, which I was shocked by. I was like, really? The Patriots can control and still make the postseason after this type of year? You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe I heard that right. Mike, it, it may be. I'm just looking. Uh, Patriots scenario. Uh, so you didn't have to like when you, you didn't have to like talk there. I, you, okay, if you were you if you're gonna say it may be. I know it may yeah. be. I just said that so you could just like spend the five seconds clicking, typing, looking it up, and then coming back with the info versus killing radio time. Yeah. They win with a, they are in with a win <laughs> at the Bills or a Dolphins loss versus the Jets and a Steelers loss versus the Browns and Jaguars win over the Titans. But you said winning in? Winning in, win or, in or they the can others. have like okay. a three-loss scenario where they're still yeah. in even if they lose. So Pats and Packers are in the same boat. Yeah. Win yep. Thank yep. you, Bobo. Mike McCar- You're welcome, <laughs> Sean. Mike McCarthy yesterday talking about the DeMar Hamlin situation and what he said to his football team. You know, just uh, express care and concern for uh, DeMar Hamlin, uh, his family, I mean, his teammates, uh, the Bills organization, I mean, Cincinnati, and I think anybody that's uh, ever been through, you know, uh, something like this, it's, it, it's, uh, it's very impactful. Um, but it's, it's definitely a heavy, sensitive day uh, here. Uh, we spent a good amount of time um, talking about it this morning uh, in our team meeting. Um, our chaplain, Jonathan Evans, um, was um, very insightful and I thought his spiritual guidance was what we needed to hear. Um, and just frankly, I think like anything, when you get in tough times, you just have to make sure you got your resources lined up and that everybody's keeping an eye on one another. Uh, because you know, let's, let's be honest, nobody's fine. Um, I think we all have the tendency to say we're good. Um, so that's, that's where our mind is and that's where our focus is. I mean, we obviously know what's in front of us uh, professionally, but you know, our, our spirituality um, playbook was was open today. McCarthy also said Jabril Cox is a workout partner of Demar's, and uh, is it Kadri Allison? Kadri Allison, yep, a former college teammate at Pittsburgh, and Allison gave his thoughts on uh, Demar, who he played with in college. Demar's one of like the best big brothers I've seen. And if you see how his little brother Demir looks up to him and, and idolizes him. Um, you'd understand. It's, it's heartbreaking to see something like that, but I'm also confident in him. Uh, I know who he is. I know how strong he is. I know where he comes from. So I'm also confident, and I know, like, he'll be okay. So that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. It was tragic. It was sad to see it, but, like, I know, I know my brother, and I know he's going to get up. Teams the other day canceled their media availabilities, including the Patriots, Eagles, Colts, Chiefs, Jacksonville, And the Buffalo Sabres and the NHL canceled their media availability. Same owner as the Bills. Mm. Uh, And then, you know, they, a lot of the players on the Sabres wore the number three shirts, T-shirts going into their, uh, uh, their latest game. So it was, that was a nice little touch. Uh, Yeah, I was, I was surprised when I first saw that. I was like, wait, really? They canceled their media availability. 
I, I was thinking to myself, if something happened like around here, like with, with the stars of the Mavericks cancel their media availability, maybe just, you know, none of the, they knew none of the media was going to show up. They were all going to be focused on everything else. Buffalo's also like, it feels like one of those communities like Green Bay where it's like everybody's invested in the sports teams. And so everybody, yeah. it's like a community issue. Yeah, I don't, I don't think people transplay to Buffalo. No. <laughs> you are, uh, have you ever been to Buffalo? I have. And? It's fun in the really? summertime. Really? Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee, or like I've never been to Milwaukee, but, but, but Pittsburgh and Buffalo, those are supposed to be like just fun. Because like you get like good weather for like four weeks. Yeah. So literally everybody's outside for those four weeks nonstop. Have you been? To Buffalo? No. <laughs> no. But he also told me Jacksonville was fun. So. Oh, yeah. No, I said Jacksonville was nice. Like It's I like, not nice. You defended. You, great golf, great beaches. What Mike, do you want? Mike Golick Jr. is back on today, and he came on last week and joined up with Bobby. He retweeted what Bobby had to say about Jacksonville being a dump. Yeah, he said, he said well, we said, what do you think Jacksonville? He's like, well, it's there. And he lived in Bristol his whole life. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. All right, so Golick Jr. previews the national championship final hour of the show. Apparently... You're not allowed to tailgate. So if you're a TCU diehard, better get your tailgating in in Fort Worth. No tailgating allowed for the national championship game. We'll talk a little college football. Adam Sandler ticket giveaway with Sean and RJ next. Oh, come on. Come on, Bob. <laughs> Chopping Bob. Oh, sicker than your average. <laughs> Papa Twist, cabbage off instinct. <laughs> Don't think. Gators, my Detroit players. Really Tim's to my hooligans in Brooklyn. Dead right. Get the hmm right. Biggie there. Air night. Not with Peyton, just curse and he'll just yeah. let it go. Let yeah, it go. you're going to, well, he'll dump it, but he'll uh, he'll let me say it. Like yesterday, yeah, he'll, he'll let you say it. Uh, Adam Sandler ticket giveaway coming up in the seven o'clock hour. We got a little coffee hack. Maybe early on for the Tolos, a little Starbucks hack. Yeah. So if you uh, if you if you want to enjoy your morning latte, you get a cold brew or something, Sean. Get yourself an iced coffee at Starbucks. Order the tall. Tall also means small, which is completely opposite, oh right? God. This is why I totally avoid Starbucks because of the drive-through shame that I feel and suffer. Because <laughs> I never know what, how to order the right. You're size. You're like the it's Paul Rudd, right? It's the is it Paul Rudd? He says he's got that uh, that 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 skit or that. Seen that one movie? Talk about Starbucks. Yeah, uh, role models. Is it role models? Yeah. I just went through and I ordered what I thought was the big one, and they go, "Okay, that'll be like two fourteen." And I was like, two fourteen? Man, that's supposed to be like discount day or something." And I pull up, and they give me like the shot glass, and rather than be like, then I just have to take it and move on. I can't sit there and admit that I was stupid and didn't know how to order <laughs> yeah. it right. I, then I go to a different coffee place. I have a rule that like if I walk in somewhere to eat and they're like, all right, our instructions for ordering are up here. Then I'm like, I'm leaving. If you're giving me, if you've made your ordering process so complex that I have to like read instructions or you have to tell me how to just order the damn food, I'm leaving. Like what? Like uh, Pi 5 is one of those, which it's not that complicated. I get it. But they're like, okay, look up here in order to learn how to work. No, I'm leaving. When somebody walks up, have you been with us before? Let me tell you how to order. Okay, I'm leaving then. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to get instructions on how to just tell you what I want to eat. It should be very simple. We were just talking Okay, so like a uh, what, what those places you go where they'll cook it for you, like hibachi? A Genghis Grill, is that like is, a lava grill? Yeah, hibachi place. Like where you go that. through and you make your own bowl and they cook it for you. Oh, is that too complicated? I would not do that. Why? No, because that's not the point of going out to eat. The point of going out to eat is like I order it and you bring it, 
and that's it. So you won't do fondue, like where you make it your own, like stick the... Uh-uh. No, I hated going to the Korean barbecue place Aww. when we were in Oxnard. Like oh, the one that uh, Sarah and I got thrown out of? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know how many, you know how many, like, we were talking about that, like, how many people leave here with, like, food poisoning because they didn't cook their meat well enough or whatever? Oh my God. How are we going to... We were just talking about going to the Super Bowl and staying and traveling and da-da-da-da. How are we going to eat with him? Just find a chain. The same way I'm you not- did in Oxnard, which is I sat there and I just didn't eat. And then I'd get something through the drive-thru late at night or something. That's what I did in Oxnard. Like, Cheech hated it. Cheech at one point was like, this is a, he's like, in a way, you're still making this all about you by not eating. Because you're making a show of just yeah. sitting here and not eating. It's true. <laughs> like, like, like. That, uh, that Mexican restaurant, we've got to find it. We've we got to find we it. we got to find that place. He'll never go, though. He'll never go. I, will, why, I like Mexican food. It's, I'll go. It's like. Real yeah. Mexican food. It's like it's not chips and salsa. It's like pieces of bread instead of chips. It's different. That's fine. I'm fine with that. I love uh, Lupe Tortilla. That's a great Mexican spot around here. What are you gonna do weird on the trip that we'll get ticked off over? Hmm. What are you gonna uh, do weird like like the Jerry party that type of stuff? He will go to the media party. And see that Tim did mention there was a media party, and I was like, that doesn't sound like my speed. But what is, what is that? Why? I don't know. I just don't, don't know. I don't know. even know what that is. I, when I get there, Every, if I hear about it, they go, okay, you, cool. You would, cool. you would love it. It's made for you with all your connections and all your people. Everyone goes to one big setup, and it's free drinks and free food, and you just go around in, like, little gangs, and you party it up. So, I don't, but then, I mean, that sounds fine. If we get there and I, like, see the way it plays, I'm like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. Then I may do that. But it depends. I don't, there, I'm don't. i sure there will be something that you'll go, why are you not doing this? And then we'll have a, a whole segment on, like, a Thursday morning where you, we're if, just going, here's you, Bobby's if, weird thing he if, did. If you could go back and, and go to the Jerry party. No, I would not. You guys didn't change my mind. I wasn't like, oh, wow, what I missed. This is so great. Troy this was is there. awesome. Huh? Troy was there. Yeah, I know. Sarah told me. <laughs> Troy Aikman. Yeah. All right, Starbucks. Starbucks. Starbs. Starbs. I call it Bucks. That, the US. That, you know, that's kind of not being a that's kind of not being a, a a team guy for the camaraderie of the show. I agree. I'm just gonna put that out there. I agree. I no, it's not. To- I'm turning show content by not going. It's fair. He just he did kill four minutes. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> if you're gonna order an iced iced drink at Starbucks, get the small size. Order a tall, no ice. Tall, no ice is small. Yes. <laughs> tall is small. Tall is small. Grande is medium. Grande also means is medium. large. Venti, which I believe means 20. It does. Is bigger, is the, is the biggest, Okay. is large. All right. And then there's also, I think, Trenti, which is the bigger one that's off menu. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Going, but- to, going to the Super Bowl, by the way, and watching RJ find coffee, it's a treat. It's fantastic. I feel, I, f- I feel excited. Uh, when RJ goes and gets what is it a black eye? Yep, black eye or red eye. You get a red eye. You yeah, get a green eye a too. Red eye. Yeah, I know, right? It's uh, like the wife beater of drinks. Let's call it a black eye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you're gonna get the ice drink, Dana White special. Order oh, the. Gosh, yeah, good reference. <laughs> order the tall, small, no I was ice. I'm talking about Dana getting hit. Yeah. Order the tall, which is also small, no ice. Okay, and then order a cup of ice, just a cup of ice in the venti size, which is the large. On the side, and the tall fits into the venti with ice. So you're getting the tall price, the smallest price, but you're getting the same amount of of, of no. beverage you would get in the large size with the ice. That doesn't sound right. This sounds like Shaquille O'Neal ordering coffee. I'm getting... So you're getting okay. the small size, no ice. Oh, no ice. So okay. you're paying for the small size. So when I pour it into the... 
venti, venti large. Then that would that's what the venti would look like with, with ice. ice. Yep. So you're getting you're getting you're saving some money. You do that every day. Some places charge you for an extra cup. You might get an ice charge, but you're yeah. still probably gonna win. Yeah, because at bars, sometimes you get a rocks charge if you want to order like a, a whiskey or something like that. They charge on the rocks. Oh yeah, some places charge like two bucks for a rocks charge. Shut up. Yeah, I bet you if you go to like a, like what? a fancy steakhouse. And you and you want it neat? That's fine. That they'll they'll just pour it neat. But if you want it on the rocks, there's a rocks charge. Sometimes, no, they sometimes give you a bigger pour too. Depends. I don't think I've place. ever seen a rocks charge, but I don't go to fancy enough bars. There's a rocks charge. Hmm. All right. So there's your coffee hack. I also shoot it straight like a man, though. So. <laughs> yeah, sixty proof. No. <laughs> Listen to these. Two. Okay. All right. Listen if, to if, these. If, two. If, put if, it if, on if, the if, table. If you want, proof. if you want Phoenix to go a certain way, we can make it go a certain way. We don't. We don't have to. You can be out. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired of begging you. I'm tired no, of begging. I'll go you and can, I'll drink can, and I'll go out. Get your car by yourself. Don't get you too good for the metro system. And uh, <laughs> in, in the break, he's going. I'm getting a car. I'm not getting on a train. I said I think I'm, I'm getting, getting car. on the dark. I want to get a car, not for like go to the. I want to get a car for like the evening. That's all. Like to be able to like go around if I want to. You can charge Uber to the company. I don't want to do Uber. Why? I, you know, because do you think I'm good with expense reports, Sean? Haven't we been over this? <laughs> so you're not going to expense the car? Oh no, I wouldn't. That would just be me. Okay, so that's uh, that's coffee hack. Apparently, you're going to have to hack tailgating if you're going to the national championship to watch the Horn Frogs uh, from Fort Worth. This is absolutely you disgraceful. And you and Bobby were not happy about this. So, I guess SoFi Stadium doesn't allow tailgating in their parking lots. Period. Is this an, is this an L.A. thing? The home of the Rams and the Chargers. Yeah. So, the home of the Rams and the Chargers say tailgating will not be allowed in any SoFi Stadium parking lot. On-site parking will be very limited with a select number of $75 permits for automobiles and $200 for buses plus processing fees. So you had to buy them back by December 1st, yada, yada, yada. No tailgating. This is this is disgraceful. How do you have, how do you allow your national championship game to be played at a stadium that doesn't allow tailgating? Do they not allow tailgating for the Super Bowl when it was there? I don't know. Is this a lot like, and that's the thing I guess I don't understand. Is this a Los Angeles specific thing? Is this a California specific thing? Or is this just specific to SoFi stadiums, rules and regulations and everything else? Look, when it's, for me, I, I'm, I'm going to, I always impugn the entire state of California. Yes. If something bad happens anywhere, <laughs> I blame it on the state. Yep. Okay. Just in general. It's a rule I have. True Texan. Very, yes, absolutely. Um, and When's that's the last here? time you've tailgated at a college game? I've ne- I don't think I've ever been to a college tailgate. Oh gosh, they're amazing. Yeah, uh, I'd imagine it's awesome. It was the you know, last Tennessee game I went to. Uh, so what? Uh, the Sandler trip. Uh, the Sandler trip. Yeah, yeah. Now that was we we, we were in a field like uh, in one of the uh, in front of one of the buildings. We had to pay for it. It was like it was like a really nice tailgate setup. They gave you food and everything with it. It was cool. Where, it was a great spot. Have you been to SoFi? Yes. Is it? Amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not. It, it looks very similar to AT and T Stadium on the inside. So it doesn't blow away AT and T. No, I don't think so. In fact, it's a, the little canopy look on the outside is very weird. It looks like almost like a spaceship. Why else are you impugning California with this? Now you better be careful with this story. I mean, this basically got one of our shows doing community service with this topic a few years back. Which topic is this we're talking about here? The the, the California bike lane. Oh, the Karen. The crazy Karen. 
All right, this happened. Be in careful, S- Emma Smith might be listening. This happened in San. I'm not. I'm not puny bikers here. Okay. This happened in the uh, greater San Francisco area. I thought the I thought the scary bike gangs were like the motorcycle Harley leather vest yeah. tattoo wear, but no, no. It's the it's the Umbro. It's the Umbros. Yes, it is. This is on social media at Driving Ms. Stacy. She <laughs> was riding her bicycle in the bike lane. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. She happens on a vehicle that was in the bike lane, and she decided she was going to plot her video camera. I am losing my damn mind. Here's an ambulance in the bike lane. There is a business they could park in. They could block the car lane. They could block the non-existent motorcycles park lane. I just passed the van wheel. At least those scooters are now gone. Thank God. What happened to them? I don't know. Those Lime bikes and the Lime scooters. (laughs) I ran half a marathon on one of those Lime scooters one time. (laughs) (laughs) I just got in the middle and got one of those scooters. That lady's a a lunatic. I'm sorry. I just just assume everybody uh, that's crazy just kind of matriculates into one general area. That is... is It's an ambulance! (laughs) It's not a... It's not somebody's, you know, F two fifty hanging out there trying to get, uh, you know, get, try to get in and out of the store. This is an ambulance. What are ambulances generally used for? Saving lives. Yeah, there's nothing worse than getting caught through like a, uh, a triathlon. Oh, go to a dog park. I mean, you're just dodging, dodging, you're dodging right. bikes everywhere, and you better back down. You better. <laughs> Back down. <laughs> Clearly, down. you heard her. Yeah, like, just ask KMC. You're killing us. 877-881-1053 is the text line. That's also the number to call to win the Adam Sandler ticket giveaway. Listen for it during the expressway. We're going to be commercial free at 720 through 8 o'clock. Then TCU analyst John Denton is going to join us. Babe Laufenberg at 840 and Mike Golick Jr. <laughs> Show whales. <laughs> so many whales. The man. whale hunters. We're the whales. <laughs> <laughs> so many whales. Is this hire going to help save Jimbo? Uh, Mavs Celtics tonight. And is this finally the time for Demarcus Ware and Darren Woodson to get into the Hall of Fame after last night? Headlines on a Thursday next.